0: Welcome back to the My Girl Stories podcast. I am your host, Miss Jasmine Diane, and I am so elated that you're joining us here every Sunday on the My Girl Stories podcast. I bring you conversation that's real, that's raw, that's energetic about life as a millennial woman, being in marketing, being an entrepreneur, being a wife, being a visionary, All of the things that we're going through, sis, as sisters, as wives, as mothers, as daughters, we talk about that stuff here. So thank you for stopping by. Go ahead and enjoy this week's episode and subscribe. All right, we're going to get into the episode. Welcome back to the My Girl Stories podcast. It's your girl, Jasmine Diane, and I wanted to talk about... Um, The ability to trust God in the midst of the storm. So, last week I talked about sitting pretty and learning how to rest and to prioritize self care. And if you missed that episode, go back and listen because it's very important that we as women take care of ourselves and we learn how to rest and we learn how to. You know, it's not selfish to get your hair done, get your nails done, to see a therapist, to get a gym membership, to eat clean. Like taking care of yourself is very, very important on the exterior as well as the interior. And I think a lot of times we focus so much on exterior that we don't focus on interior. And so I want to talk and shift the gears just a little bit this week into internal self-talk and um, going through things and just, you know, being stable and realizing that it's okay to not be okay and how you can can get out of that. And so um, I'm just going to start and just be very transparent, very open. I think it's necessary um, for this episode. So God is God and we are not, right? And it's hard to Comprehend how great, how big, how wise, how amazing God is. Sometimes when we are well, period, but especially when we're going through hard times. And so, um, a while back, I I went through the the most difficult season of my life. Um, and I thought the most difficult season was over, and I thought that was when my grandfather passed away um and experiencing that great loss and then adjusting to married life and then adjusting to a pandemic and you know I feel like that had gotten i had gotten to a great place of rebuilding who I am and just being confident and you know shifting into understanding God's call on my life to 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 build one, women up to fulfill purpose and uplifting and encouraging and being the light, and you know just the things that god told me to do and so I felt like you know what life is good and um still realizing you know was going through things to be honest but nothing crazy like I was like okay God we in a groove I got my prayer life um on a schedule on a cadence I'm going to church often I'm serving I'm doing all these things and I start getting tired like I would be I work from home so I would be at work and I would just get sleepy. And it was like every afternoon. And at first I was like, man, I've always loved naps. So I'm just tired. Like it's nothing to it. And so, um, fast forward I'm like, man, I'm taking like a nap. Like I'm really exhausted. And I'm like, oh my boobs hurt, my nipples hurt, like they're heavy, like when I go to sleep and I wake up and sit up it feels like I have just like boulders on my chest and so you know at the time I'm like you know what I'm pregnant and as a woman who has battled infertility um, that's no longer my identity but I battled infertility in the past and I'm walking in my healing my wholeness I was like oh my god this is it and so I was pregnant um and was very excited very nervous took a test um could not believe it was positive after taking let's actually pause there so taking negative pregnant taking tests and always getting a negative result is hard and you may not struggle with infertility you may not have struggled or know that that story but that was my story and it was very difficult and it was very heartbreaking and gut-riching and um, it was depressing and it was heavy and it felt like it was a never-ending cycle so when I saw that positive test and I was having symptoms I was happy like I was overjoyed and my husband was happy too you know we shared with some of our, our closest friends um, because it's like you, when you get that news, it's like, you have to tell somebody, right. And we, we don't want to tell our families because we're like, we got to wait until we get past the first trimester just to make sure everything is okay, to make sure everything is, you know, it's working out. And so, um, fast forward, you know, dealing with heartbreak and then getting that miracle. And it's like, Oh my God, this is real. This is happening. And so, um, fast forward, we go to, Um, our first ultrasound appointment and I'm like you have to be there you can't miss any of the appointments you know and so we um yeah we did the dang thing it was it was cool it was a little scary um and I was like oh my god this is what I've always dreamed of this is my dream come true and the ultrasound tech was like oh here here's the baby it's very very small I can't tell how early you are maybe it looks like about six weeks Um, but I had another ultrasound with my doctor, um, coming up just because the baby was very small and they couldn't find the heartbeat, but it's like, okay, this is early on. So it's nothing to worry about. So I'm like, okay, cool. And so, um, we get to the next week and I had to travel, come back. Okay. Make it all as well, but I just had a feeling I kept, and I kept having this reoccurring, thought of like the baby said baby's not going to make it and i was just like you know rebuking the devil and like this is the enemy and i don't accept this like our baby will live our baby will be healthy and ultimately we went to the next ultrasound um i went to the next ultrasound and there was no heartbeat, and so had to go on um, and just make a decision. You know, when, when it comes to miscarriage, and I do want to educate on this because I was completely unaware. You can have a like a medi- medic medicated uh, medicine induced miscarriage um, to where you take medicine, and it basically puts you into labor. Very painful. It was very. That's what I did. So start there. There's the medicated one. There's if it happens naturally. So your body just like basically releases the embryo or embryos. Um, and I don't know if I'm a pain skill or like traumatized. I don't know because I haven't. I didn't experience that. And then there's also a thing is DNC where they basically suck the baby out, which is very similar to the process if you were to get a abortion. And so three three options. Um And just knowing that the baby didn't make it, I was like, I cannot, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot just leave it in. Like, I have to get it out. Like, it's just, I can't move on because it felt like, I felt like I was in limbo. I felt like I was in almost, I like got on another planet. Um, And so, ultimately, we decided, let's just do the pill. Um, And so, I'm like, okay, cool. If it's just like cramps, like I've had cramps with my periods, I'll be fine. Baby, no. Baby, no. Zero out of ten. Would not recommend. No stars. Do not pass go. Stop. Like, it was so painful. I mean, it's excruciating to the point where I'm like you know what I don't even know if I want to (laughs) we do have kids I don't know if I want to do labor I think I may want to do a c-section like it was it was bad it was brutal and in the midst of all that my thought was always God knows best and going back to the scripture in Job um, that I mentioned in last week's episode it's like how can I accept good from God and not bad, you know, and bad is relative, right? So how can I expect blessings and not to go through things? How can I have a testimony if I don't go through a test? And so in the midst of that physical pain, there was nobody I could call on but Jesus. There was nobody who could help me. You know, again, we hadn't told our family, a, a few close friends knew. And then my husband, I mean, he could support me. The best he could you know ask for a fan water medicine whatever like he was awesome about that but in terms of being in it with me and feeling that pain and you know lifting me up it was only God and so um yeah so going through that physically was it was painful but ultimately passed um and I you know was bleeding for almost a month after so Like heavy bleeding for maybe a week and then spotting for about two weeks. No bleeding, then period. And so what I realized going through a miscarriage is God is sovereign. And the God you need him to be before life throws you lemons is not going to be the God you need him to be in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the lemons. But ultimately, you have to choose to make the lemonade. And choose to still say that God is good, God is a healer, God is faithful, God is amazing. And, you know, it's still it is still hard for me to being honest with um just dealing with accepting the fact that our baby didn't make it, our first child. But it has also been like a relief, but okay, I can't get pregnant. We can't get pregnant. I'm not broken. I'm not broke, you know, because when you are a woman who is trying to conceive and you can't and you see everybody else getting pregnant, you know, or you get prayer after prayer and people keep looking at you. um, And even you look at yourself and say, what's wrong with me? You know, it's only so long you can say God's plan, God's timing, And then it gets to, okay, maybe this just isn't in God's plan for me. And, you know, for me, I remember <laughs> telling myself, like, God, if kids, if if children aren't in God's plan for us, I love being an aunt. If children aren't God's will, uh, I'm okay with that. And that's a lie, you know, and that, that's the enemy. And he he tries to get us to settle and to not be full of faith and what I will say is that the journey may look different for you it looks different for me from somebody else but we're all going through something we're all on a journey to arrive none of us have arrived and we're all still I believe searching um yearning for something and it may not be something physical. It may not be children. It may not be a husband. It may not be at home. It may be mending a relationship. It may be um, the return of a relationship. It may be healing from cancer, sickness, or disease. It may be healing from infertility. It may be healing from a broken leg, a broken heart. But knowing that God is a healer, God is a He's sovereign. He's everywhere. He's with you in it. He's not just a God who's in heaven. Um... Watching us go through things, but God Jesus is in there with us, and it's so amazing to know that and to realize that and to feel his power to feel his strength because honestly, going through a mis going through a miscarriage, I knew it was God carrying me, and I told my husband that straight up, I'm like, God is carrying us, like <laughs> God is carrying me, the peace I have, the joy I have, you know. I was very sad and I could have went into a depressed state when I heard that news. And when I physically went through the miscarriage and the days after, I was sad. I was very sad and I was far from my right mind. Um, all I could do was just sleep. I was taking a lot of medicine because I was in a lot of pain. Sleep, take medicine, lay on a couch, um, watch TV. just wanted I wanted to go back to normal I just wanted to go back to way the way life was because it was so hard it was so hard and you know I felt like surely never being pregnant is better than this surely um because this is unbearable. God, we've been waiting four years. And you finally give it to us. You finally do it. Ah. And it's gone. You know, think about Isaac on that altar. Think about um being in a place, um, Abraham, where he said, you know what, God. I want what you have. And so, um, if you want me to sacrifice my seed, I'll do it. You know, of course, times are different now. (laughs) God's not telling us to kill our children or anything like that, but I, I can identify with that. Um, and it wasn't a choice, you know, miscarriage wasn't our choice, but it was God's will. And, um, and I share that, um, I share that to let you know that one, you can make it through a miscarriage, you can make it through losing a child, you can make it through heartbreak, you can make it through physical pain that maybe someone else doesn't understand, but it's really painful in mental anguish. And you can you can come up, you know, he pulls us out of the Mari Clay, puts our feet on solid ground God does that and we can make it through whatever life throws at us when we have God on our side and that's why I'm so grateful for a relationship with Jesus because people are fickle people can't always understand you can't always call people when you need to get um when you need some relief when you need a prayer when you are battling in your mind and even if you do have a spouse Like myself, and there's someone you can talk to about anything at any time. It's not fair. Um, And this is something I've learned. It's It's not fair to imprison them with all your baggage and to put it all on their shoulders and make the responsibility theirs to carry. Because ultimately, we're supposed to cast our cares on him because he cares for us. He'll lighten the load. He will give us relief. He will be... Um, the lily in the valley he's the bright morning star he is Jesus he is Jehovah he is our healer he is everything that we need and we have to look to God as our source um in every season and in everything and so I'm sharing that story my story to let you know that God is God and he is amazing and so dealing with miscarriage and loss um and it's an ongoing process um you know, I my life has been changed. Um and there are a couple of things that have have shifted and have changed my life as well. And I just want to share those with you, sis. I wanna share those. So the first one was miscarriage. It was unexpected The pregnancy at first, <laughs> the, first the pregnancy, and then the miscarriage, just both unexpected. Um then I started reading Atomic Habits. This book is amazing. Um oh, let's go back. I started going to the gym before the pregnancy. pregnancy. I started going to the gym. Faithfully, I started with, um, Christina, Christina of body love. Um, and I think it's body love KC on Instagram. Um, she had a fitness book for us to work out during the holidays. And so I was like, you know what? I've been saying I want to be fit, um, all year. Let me give it a go. And so I ended up doing her fitness challenge to the best of my ability um, worked out and I felt strong. I saw results. I was happy. I was in a good place. Um, find found out fast forward. Um, I was pregnant, was very excited and ultimately ended up losing, losing our child. But then I took a month off from working out. I was like, I can't move my body. I'm just trying to make it, you know, from day to day. And so then I started reading Atomic Habits in this book. And I'm still, yeah, I'm still in the first like quarter of the book. I have learned so much about changing my identity. And so again, that's why, you know, this is church thing too. But the book really sealed it for me. It's like, don't identify with the problem or habit if you're trying to break it. You know, instead of me saying I have infertility, I said I have dealt with infertility. I have battle with it before but that's not my identity and when we keep rehearsing when we keep rehearsing scenarios or we keep rehearsing the lies of the enemy then we begin to take those on and it's not good it's not healthy and it's not the way you get ahead or change your situation you have to look at things different differently and when you change the identity of it it's easier to do that <coughs> and so Reading that book, experience and loss um <coughs> excuse me, I've been able to stick to working out consistently three to four times a week, been able to keep my house clean and my if you know me, you know my house is always organized, but there can be some dishes left out um overnight became kind of it became a bad habit for me when we moved into the house. I'm like, okay, I'll just keep a few dishes. Uh, in the sink it's fine like no big deal okay I'll mop the floors when I get around to it I'll be I'll be on top of vacuuming but oh my god my closet so like there were just little behaviors oh, I'm not cooking we can just eat out oh um I'm gonna skip the gym there were just bad habits that slowly crept into my life and became like the norm and honestly reading atomic habits has helped me to re reorganize and restructure and like put in my workout clothes out excuse me, the night before being in a place where I can work out, I can uh, stick to my reading, I can do the great things that I've always said I wanted to do. And at one point was doing but stop doing so experiencing that loss, you know, put life into perspective for me, what do I want to do with the time that God has given me? How can I go harder for my audience? How can I serve better in my home? Because that's that's first and foremost for me, you know, Social media is great and having a brand and having a job and having a, you know, position at the church and all those things are important. But if I'm not serving my husband, well, if I'm not serving our house, well, I can't serve anywhere else. I, I don't need to put my energy anywhere else if my home is a mess. And um again experiencing the miscarriage and seeing how my husband walk through life with it walk walk through life with me walk through that season walk through that pain I would never put anything else before him I would never not try to be the woman that he's called me to that God has called me to be first and that my husband is asking me to be and it's not that I need to um become somebody I'm not but I need to come up to the level um, that God has for me And so just realizing that has been Life altering Life altering And I don't know for you if there's something you Have experienced And you got off or you quit And you're like I need to restart Today's a good day to restart Now is a good time To make a plan To shift Now is a great time because you know God's plan for your life is it for you to do one thing and stop it's not to be one and done. It's like God's plan is, it's a full, it's a full plan. He said, I know the plans I have for you. So it's, it's always going. There's multiple plans he has for you. There's multiple seasons you're going to arrive at. And then it says, we go, the word says we go from glory to glory. So once once we're here, then we're there and we, we keep going up and we keep getting better and stronger and wiser. And I think that's the power doing life with God you you come to know and understand that his will is perfect his plan is perfect even when it's painful even when it's too much and you mad and you're upset and you're hurt and you're battered and you're feeling bitter God God's plan is perfect and ultimately in this new season I'm so much better I'm so much better at serving My husband, I'm so much better at taking care of my home. I'm so much kinder to myself. That negative self-talk, that repeated PCOS, infertility, it's going to be forever. You might not have kids. That is over. Now, the reality of the situation is I do have symptoms of PCOS, but that's not my identity. I've struggled with infertility, but that's not my identity. And understanding that um, you can shift your identity by changing the words you speak. And you can be all that God's calling you to be. Um, Many are called, few are chosen. And so you can be that chosen vessel when you surrender and allow God to make you over and to make you new into better, to to make you better. I think we, the process can be painful because it's unexpected, uncharted territory a lot of times, but God's plan in his way is, is, um, is definitely a zigzag, (laughs) not a straight line, but you can make it, you can make it, you can make it through anything. I, I never thought I would have a miscarriage. I never thought I would experience that. I never thought, my child would die um but it did and i have to accept that and i have to accept it and keep going and not be stuck in that feeling that because how i felt that first when i first got the news and then we ultimately decided to go through with um the medicated miscarriage oh my goodness I was it was dark. <laughs> it was dark, honey. It it was a lot of sleeping going on. It was dark and I was lazy and I was hurt and I was sad and rightfully so. God understands we're human. Um, he wasn't mad at me for being distraught. He wasn't upset. He wasn't surprised. So, you know, ultimately, every day I felt like he made me lighter and he made the burden lighter as I just gave it to him. And sometimes I just cried. But he understands our tears. Sometimes I prayed and he understood my words. But a lot of the time I just sat in the silence. I said, God, I just need to feel you. God, I just need to understand that you're here. Because I know if you're here, I can make it. With you, mm, God, I can make it. I can take it. I can I can do this. And um, God is good. He's faithful. He's amazing. He keeps his promises. He He keeps his promises. What he said is the truth. What he said is what it is. And I just think that's so beautiful. A God that made the entire universe, the entire world, made every species on this planet, made every human. He sees me and he hears me and he cares. He loves me enough and cares about everything that I care about. Not saying that it's all important to him, but he cares about me. And So what I just want to leave you with is the fact that you can make it. And I pray that this story encouraged you, my testimony, and that you feel like you can make it. <laughs> and if this was uplifting to you, I pray that you share it with another woman who may have experienced loss or is dealing with infertility or is just in a season of needing to be encouraged. Um, we all go through things, and sometimes it seems like somebody else's life is perfect, but ultimately, we're all in a sinful world and we're following ourselves, you know, so it's important to stay the course, but it's also important to be real and to understand that life happens to us all. But we, we can make it in testimonies. We overcome by the word of our testimony. We, we overcome. We set other people free, you know, the words that we speak. And so I pray that this bless you. Be encouraged. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And I know you did because you stayed to the end. Make sure you subscribe wherever you are listening and follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, your girl, Jazz, at the Jasmine Diane and follow my girl stories at my girl stories. It's lit. Bye, girl.